0: What you are listening to is real. The parties involved are not cool. They are actual geeks with a case pending in the court of public opinion. The party's case has been dismissed, and the dispute will be settled here on our podcast. There will be no lawyers. There will be no witness testimony. The judge's decisions are final. Hello, I'm Judge Ivan. I'm Judge Jonathan, and this is Geeks on Trial. Today's case, a two-camel race.
1: Welcome to Geeks on Trial. This is the podcast where we settle petty disputes between actual geeks over movies, video games, board games, and more. If you'd like to submit your own geeky case for a future episode, you can email us at geeksontrial at gmail.com. You can also support the show over at patreon.comslash geeksontrial. For just five bucks a month, you'll gain early access to both our audio and video episodes. Plus, you'll gain access to Geeks on Trial Sidebar, a bi monthly show exclusive to Patreon. What do you what do yeah. you think about that?
0: Pretty cool. We just put out uh, a new one last week about um what was it? Which one was it we put out? It wasn't the space one. <laughs> Let's see. The we other did one. we
1: d- we have the episodes the that are out our hotel and space um space. Is it space is coming up? Space? No,
0: space is coming up. I don't That's remember not what out. the newest episode was. That's not out yet. Oh, it's mo- about movie remakes. It's about uh
1: mo- which, which remake do you wish wasn't remade?
0: Yeah, movie remakes we like and don't like. It's real and, good stuff.
1: Spoiler alert, my brain doesn't work in that episode, and I just make up movies that never existed.
0: Right. Your brain works now, though. Eh. You, you kicked it into high gear for today's show. Well. You go out back to the barn, and old Dominic's out there, and he kicks you.
1: You ever been to Outback? Boy, I love me a blooming onion.
0: You know what's great about Outback Steakhouse? Mm. Seriously? Mm-hmm. There are no rules there. It's Anything true. goes. It's like international waters. Yep. Murder, and when you're, child and when you're trafficking. Your family. Both are, yeah. Well, like you can't, if you can be, if you want to. Right. Have you ever been out back from out back? We need to get into our pre show discussion because we're wasting too much time. Or Don't being too tell silly. me what
1: I need to get into or we're not being get into. I'm, little, I'm, I'm talking about blooming onions.
0: This week we're talking about blooming onions and. We're talking about. Mm-hmm. S- look, let's let's level with the people. There wasn't right. a lot of news this to talk about this week. It's, it's, a, it's dry I'm, January.
1: <laughs> it's oddly a very slow news month, which like it's the beginning of the year. People right. are tired.
0: People are staying home. There's not that much going on. No. It's still. It's just a little light.
1: We, we but, blew our load all over Christmas to get everything okay. out, and they have all the stuff all right. there. Why'd you and have what? to do that? Do you what? Didn't have to do that. We have all a
0: right. big. We are wasting too much time.
1: You know, why don't you tell me about theme parks?
0: There are some rumored things in the works for the Universal Studios parks that we're going to talk about. Uh, You know me, I'm a theme park. And just last year, (laughs) I went to the Universal Studios in Japan and I talked briefly about my visit to don't worry about it. I talked briefly about my visit to the Nintendo park and these announcements are Nintendo specific. Again, these are rumors, no confirmations. Yes, no of yes, but in addition to the Mario offerings they have now, and we also know there's a Donkey Kong section in the works at Universal DK Studios. Donkey right. Kong, that's mm-hmm. what it stands for. Mm-hmm. Uh, the rumor now is that there's three big Nintendo sections coming. Uh, the first one is Pokemon themed, there's already mm-hmm. Pokemon stuff uh, at some of these parks, but uh the, uh, the there might be some new Pokemon stuff taking the place. In America, this would replace the Simpsons area, which now is going to be—I think—they're getting rid of soon because Disney got the rights back to, or for the well, first time, to the Simpsons. The thing that
1: surprised me is like—I guess. You know, Please, let me get Universal. through. Let me get through all of them, uh, well, and then, okay. you, then you
0: can save your comments for the end. I just there's more. <sighs> there's, there's more things to talk about. In uh, Japan, would be replacing Spider-Man. The other things that rumored are a Zelda ride. And some kind of Zelda ride and probably a Zelda restaurant, we don't really know what, as well as a Luigi's Mansion attraction of some kind, probably some kind of a haunted house vacuum ride. Uh, don't worry about that hand gesture. <laughs> and you're, uh, that would be part of the Mario Land. I, to me, what's interesting about this is that I think all of these sound cool, but... It sounds like they're not containing Nintendo necessarily to the Nintendo area of the parks, that these things oh. would be spreading out uh, further. Like the Zelda region and the Pokemon region wouldn't be related to the Nintendo Mario region. Luigi's right. Mansion sounds like wood. Again, rumored, but it, it kind of makes sense. You only have so much space in the park, and I guess they decided Nintendo's our, our big ticket here. Maybe we should s- spread it out. Uh, but you were saying about Pokemon and The Simpsons.
1: Oh, I could speak. I can a lot to.
0: Yes, now is but, the time for your comments. Okay,
1: so yeah, I, I was. Uh, I've heard the Simpsons area was like lackluster and not always the best area. Or it depends on which theme park you went to, because I know like. California might have been better than Florida or vice versa in, in different rides that they had and different attractions. But I was surprised that they were getting rid of The Simpsons because it was it was big when it came. Like that was a big news I- uh, article and big news item. But it makes sense. I guess there's probably a contract that's renewing and Disney's like, okay, fine, you could have it at your park, but mm, we want money.
0: <laughs> yeah, I know it's it's interesting because for Marvel, the contracts in place still allow them to have Marvel. At the Florida theme park, even right. though Disney owns that, but Simpsons, I think they just the, the Simpsons they bought b- before that. I don't know what their deals were with the, with Simpsons. Like that was probably a temporary license from Fox. Right. So, um, yeah, they're taking it out. So, so and I'm fine with that. I mean, the Simpsons ride in that area is okay, but <laughs> it's not it's not anything very special to me. Now,
1: my thing is, why didn't Nintendo just like? Maybe buy another theme park that wasn't Universal and just kind of make a Nintendo theme park. That costs
0: a lot of money. <laughs> when there's already people who know how to make theme parks, you let them do. Well, no, the no, work. but I
1: meant like like buy a, a Six Flags Great Adventure and just kind of take over something that's not really doesn't have like a license to it. Where like Universal yeah. has like specific things that right. like I feel like Nintendo taking it over is going to like you know pull away from different. Fit, like they're literally getting rid of rides to fit Nintendo in.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, it's what worked for uh Harry Potter. You did know, they get think, rid of stuff for Harry Potter? No, they built a whole new section, which is also what Nintendo okay. did. It's only right. this is the first time we've heard of the possibility, but this happens all the time. Like the rides get destroyed and rethemed all the time, so it's not like right. that unusual. And again, the Simpsons ride has been around forever. It was Back to the Future before that, so it's not like that was. Oh, that's where okay. That wasn't new to begin with. <laughs> Uh, and Zelda they said might be replacing uh, an area in Islands of adventure which is like Poseidon's I don't even know what the hell it is. It's not a right. thing anyone I think really cares that much about. I want what what would your, I want to know what would you like to see you know we Nintendo's in place it's coming to Florida next year. It's already in Hollywood and mm. Japan uh, we we're, is what what's your dream? addition whether it be as a Zelda ride or, or some other Nintendo property, what what would you want to see them do?
1: Well what do they do they have a Mario Kart ride?
0: That's the main ride, yeah. That's, that's the main ride because that would be the like that's the attraction. coolest
1: thing. That's the you know, because I don't know what they have.
0: That's your dream. So they already did it for you. They
1: already have my dream because I would want to go down Rainbow Road in three D. That would be <laughs> yeah. amazing. I've
0: done, I've done it I've done it twice. You I feel jealous? Like it would make
1: me vomit.
0: No, it won't make you do that. Well maybe you <laughs> Right. You're kind of a weakling,
1: a little bit. But I'm trying to think. What other Nintendo properties would I? You know, they have the Donkey Kong, and Mario. Mario. Um, boy, I don't. I honestly don't know. They they've seemed to like they're getting their big stuff. Fake like gamer, a, like a like an F Zero ride.
0: Oh well, hell yeah! Now you're talking my language. That's a good one. An F Zero coaster of some kind. It's got flashing cool. lights and crazy things going on. It would go, on. like,
1: ridiculously fast. It would be, like, one of those, like, what, like 120-mile-an-hour, I don't know what the fastest coaster is, but, you know. <laughs> that's,
0: I don't even, I don't think they're that fast. That seems like th- it's right. dangerous. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, Zelda, I would love, a. a it sounds like they were working on a Zelda boat ride slash dark ride of some kind.
1: that's what I want. <laughs>
0: I would love a Metroid att- attraction, too. I don't Ooh. know if we'll ever get Metroid because it's not as big in Japan. Right. And it's a little like darker and spookier than some other Nintendo stuff, so I think it's a harder sell. But you could do I like could, a, if if the other rides do really well and they need more ideas, could happen.
1: You could also do like some rebranding, like take one of those plane rides and just make it like an um,
0: oh like uh, Wii Sports or Pilot uh, Wings. Kinda,
1: yeah, <laughs> something like that, or like you know um, Star Fox.
0: Oh, Star Fox! That would be, I you mean, could do a Star yeah.
1: Fox like like because they can instead of like, they can yeah sure they're going to make all their rides experiences but you can basically take like an old carnival ride and just re-theme it and just have sure. it like barrel rolls as it going around you know like stupid <laughs> things like that because that's right. like that's the cool stuff you know
0: that's the cool stuff but
1: i wanted the, the zelda cafe like are they going to yeah. have the uh the uh the you failed a cooking meal or what were they called that the um
0: <laughs> yeah it's like i don't know what it's called from breath of the wild like in but it comes
1: out blurry and uh <laughs>
0: <laughs> that would be pretty funny. Yes. They said they would. uh the, the idea was it might be. The rumor is that it might be inside of the Deku tree. Big oh, Deku cool. tree restaurant. <laughs> um, so there's some fun stuff you could do with that. Luigi's Mansion, you know, if it's if they do sort of a like they do with the Buzz Lightyear, but men in black rides where you like are right. shooting ghosts with your little vacuum cleaner while you right. ride. That seems like but the I can obvious... see them
1: doing that only at like Halloween horror nights. That, that be would be cool interesting, too. you know, just have it like only open certain times a year. But then
0: what is it the rest of the year? They'd have to have right. some something <laughs> unless well, that it's would like, be interesting, unless too. it's a walkthrough, unless it's like a Luigi's Mansion uh, maze, for instance, because
1: a lot of these rides are just like projectors or screens as you're driving through somewhere that you can like Nintendo yeah. can just have like a, you know, make it a Pikmin ride or, you know, a, that would be cool. So, but what would you do for a Pikmin ride? Pikmin, you could do
0: maybe like a a playground, like a park. You walk through, and you just like it looks like there's giants.
1: Yeah, I guess the Pikmin, Pikmin stuff would just be like the 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 greenery, like just the yeah. You're right. The
0: de- more decorations, the trees and stuff. Yeah, yeah. There's, a lot, of, a, there's a, giant, a lot of possibilities.
1: Have a giant Duracell battery.
0: <laughs> right, it's not a Duracell battery anymore. Actually, no. they lost the which they didn't that, that feel was like surprising.
1: <laughs> that they made all that like real brand names. I'm like, you are not gonna. <laughs> That's not going to be a thing for a while. Well, at
0: that, the idea of reprinting that game digitally wasn't a thing they right. would think of in at that time.
1: But what else? What would you want? What is your like big thing that Nintendo Land doesn't have?
0: I think we named all the big one. I mean, Zelda's the really obvious one. We haven't really talked about Pokemon, I guess, of, of what that could be like. And I don't really. There's so many things you could do with Pokemon. I, well, Ooh, I guess you know what they they yeah, could
1: do ahead. uh in, in real life pokemon snap that's what is that we're gonna say yeah i was
0: will and i were talking this weekend that said this exact same thing about yes if, if it was you were on the ride and you had a little mini camera and you at the end like, of the ride you could print your pictures
1: okay think about this you, you've been to six Great adventure here in new jersey they have the the drive-through safari right get, get rid of all the real animals Do they still have that they do I thought that was shut down for being inhumane or something. Probably and then they just went, <laughs> "Nah." So, but you do that but like have Pokémon in that. Like that's the kind of thing that would be cool. Like have it be like a drive-through yeah. I mean, of course there would be like a tram car or whatever going through, but right. That would be really cool.
0: I'm trying to think but how what? do you simulate like th- you know catching or throwing a Pokémon on a I th- like I don't know what you do for that for a ride. It's kind it of It would
1: have to be a cell phone based thing or like a you like like integrate like some kind of app into it or something weird,
0: or you just say it's this ride is the the dragon Pokemon you ride on its back it's a roller coaster right. <laughs> don't worry about it Pikachu's uh, electric thunder
1: you just ride rampage. a bike through through tall grass <laughs> that's the entire thing what about
0: water ride we need a we need a who's gonna get a good log flume. Well, I guess Donkey be? Kong. I guess Donkey,
1: yeah, Donkey Kong with the the pipes and stuff that would be cool. But like, yeah, what other water based Nintendo rides or Nintendo properties are there? Um,
0: Endless uh, Ocean.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's not I a, guess Zelda.
0: Yeah, Mario. <laughs>
1: the water every, Temple.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. That people will love the, the Water Temple First ride.
1: ride Very complicated.
0: <laughs> it's keep, trouble, difficulty getting in and out of that. People
1: one. People die every year on that ride. Yeah, um, but I'm trying. Like, is so. there like a a water themed game that Nintendo has? Because any of the Mario games, with the all pipes, their
0: games have water levels. so There's right. not really a. <laughs> yeah, I don't think there's one. But I guess it's they could this.
1: just make a, a water slide that's just a g- giant green pipe. <laughs> yeah, they could. You I start at you, one end and you come out well, that, the other. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Now you're talking about water, water. I'm thinking of like a log flume. You know what I mean? Right. Not like a full on water water ride. Or like I, mean, I guess
1: any of these rides can be like tunnel to love kind of thing, you know. Right. Like Those kind of like just boat ride.
0: That's my f- the dark ride is my favorite kind of ride where you just go through scenes and with animatronics. Right. That's yeah. that's what I want. The Smash Brothers ride. You just throw all that shit in there. <laughs> it's
1: just a it's just a wrestling match. Just <laughs> it's in just there and they fight the yeah. crap out of people. Yeah.
0: <laughs> all right, we've talked about it enough. I'm excited. I- I'm excited. I got to go see it, but. Uh, the Florida one, it's still a year. I think when the Florida one opens, Donkey Kong opens with it, so it'll be even would, bigger. Is the Florida
1: one the biggest park?
0: Uh, yes, I think it is the biggest in terms of total square footage, yeah.
1: Right, because they have there's nothing else in Florida. There's a space you of...
0: Just Swamp. You got right. nothing but Swamp. You could expand as much as you want. <laughs>
1: is there a good Swamp Nintendo game that would...
0: Uh... <laughs> so that's Metroid, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, it's you're pretty, right. pretty swampy in Metroid. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you know, what's a cheaper alternative to going to a theme park in another mm-hmm. state?
1: I do, but I'll let you tell me.
0: Just staying at home, playing a board right. game. Yep, That's all you need sometimes. Nice and simple.
1: Nice, simple board game. Or is it? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> no.
0: Today's case comes to us from the internet. You can find oh. a link in our episode description. Our defendant today is Steve. Steve's a board game guy and he attends a monthly game night at a friend's place, and at one of these game nights, he brings out the game Camel Up. For people who aren't familiar, this is a racing-slash-betting game where you are betting on different camels who move via rolls of the dice and trying to predict which ones will get to the finish line first to score more points than your friends. Uh, it's kind of a party game. if fits up to eight players. That's why Steve chooses it. One of the players, however, in attendance, Bob, remarks that the game looks complicated. However, he reluctantly agrees to try it. Over the course of the game, Bob proceeds to take the exact same action every single turn of the game. Steve is annoyed by this uh, because Bob doesn't seem to be considering any other strategy or action option on his turn. Doesn't seem to really be taking in the rules of the game, and he feels that this is making the experience worse for the other players. Mm -hmm. Later, after this game night occurs, without any more incidents, Steve decides to host his own game night, declares that it's for more complicated games, posts an invite online. Bob comments and says, oh, you mean like that camel one? To which Steve replies sarcastically, oh yeah, that friendly game recommended for players 8 and up. Now Steve is wondering, did he go too far? Was he a little bit too petty Who's in the wrong here? As dual judges on Geeks on Trial, it's now our job to determine whether Bob did a bad job or if Steve bet on the wrong camel. The only thing I didn't like is I realized I used the word job right after we actually, that's always part of the, that's part of that. And it yeah. sounds, it's not as good to say job so twice in a row like that. I didn't, and ending I didn't on think camel, that one.
1: It was kind of like a very, uh, camel, uh-huh.
0: No, that part was good. I didn't because, like it. Well, instead of betting on the wrong horse, it's camel.
1: I don't think we should bet on either.
0: Oh, you you think it's unethical. It's unethical. The first thing we need to uh, figure out here. So, well, let's say this for people who don't know cam- about the game Camel Up. Mm-hmm. The real the, the the biggest debate around Camel Up is whether or not it's called Camel Up.
1: <laughs> is this a real debate? Like is this like a thing that people are like actually call it the other name?
0: I think it's kind of real. I think it's I, sort of real. I, I thought it was just <laughs> our group being stupid. At one point, it was... Yeah, no, it's not... Uh, it, there are others in the world who have had this debate. Because, so, like, isn't
1: it technically it looks on the box, like it says Camel Cup?
0: Yeah, so in the original box art, which is actually... There's a new edition. doesn't look like this anymore. But in the original art, it's one C that's big, and then it says Amel and uh, Up. Oh. And some people read it as if the C is supposed to be for both words for Camel Cup, and it's a race, so it works. So, like the Camel Cup, it's called the reason it's called Camel Up is because you can stack the camels in the in the game if they ran, land on the same spot, so they go up.
1: Which, if you try to do that in real life, you're getting kicked. <laughs> I, can you Camel? Can you, I, if you can lift, <laughs> even lift a camel in the first place,
0: high enough to get on another, maybe another baby ca- camels. Baby, oh. Have you ever seen a baby camel? I bet they're cute. Baby
1: camel, doo 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 doo, doo, doo baby camel.
0: That's not an answer to my question, really. No,
1: I've never seen a baby camel. I don't think they exist. I okay. think they come out of the hump as full-grown camel. <laughs> yes,
0: I think they do come out of that hump fully grown. Uh, we have both played camel up. You've played Actually, it. I've yeah,
1: never look. seen a baby camel. <laughs> huh. Yeah. <laughs>
0: This, this is this what is I was new... trying to get at. I know it's it's weird, right? Huh? Why haven't we? Well, I know we seen what this? I'm doing tonight. This, this episode's going
1: to be out late. I'm sorry. Folks. <laughs> what are the zookeepers hiding from us? Big camel has been hiding these. Anything. Joe Camel. I don't We've know the last time. Out. I don't know the last time I've played it though. It's been a long time.
0: It's been out for a while. This game. Uh, it's been around. Uh, I've always really liked it. I, I do think it's one yeah. of my favorite for as far as party games that can fit large groups of people and mm-hmm. it's a party game in the sense that it's silly and and fun and fast paced but it's right. not like um it's not apples to apples it's or even the resistance uh where these games that are right. so light and silly that they're more about just joking around like there there is some the it's chaotic and random but there's there's rules to game. it it's a real yes. game
1: it's a real game that holds a lot of people and is lighter. Like, I think yes. th- the reason why we probably don't play it as much is this is, like, one of the earlier games up there with Catan that was, like, cause Camel Up It's an older game in the realm of modern yes, gaming. Yes, in our, in
0: our timeline, yeah. <laughs> right. <a>
1: little... <laughs> um, so, like, you know, so it, that was the game that I was like, oh, we have, like, five games. We're going to play Camel Up a bunch of times. And you're right. You, that was the game that you pulled out when we had six to eight people or how many people that we have because at the time there weren't many that would like it's a good intro game for like the start of a game night before you put down you know the Battlestar Galactica's or <laughs> right other heavy games which and I I'll, guess BSG was one of our early games too right
0: it was it was I think yeah. we've we've covered this in we have, episodes I'm just, past I'm
1: trying to ask I understand I
0: don't, I don't know what that I don't know that's weird The weird thing to say I'm trying to ask but um, I'm for, yeah and the, and the fun again for just for people maybe who have no idea what this game is, I'll try to explain like why it's fun but a big part of it is there's a big pyramid as the centerpiece, a cardboard mm. pyramid and it's filled with dice. and the way you determine how the camels move is you shake the pyramid up and you open up a slot at the bottom and one die falls out and you'll see oh it's a green die on the number three. that means the green camel moves up three spaces. Okay. And on your turn, you can either do that or you can uh, bet on a camel you think is going to win, which is or you can bet on, uh, I think, if you think they're going to lose. There's like a couple other things you can, right. you can bet on. I forget the exact mechanics, but the idea is you're trying to hedge your bets and you want to play it safe or go risky because the earlier you vote, if you, you bet, if you're correct, you'll get more points for it. Right. Like, if, if say, um, I, you, if you think the red camel's going to win and it's, like, the first turn of the game, that's very difficult to predict because there's so much chaos that can occur. But if you're right, you'll get a bunch of payout for it. You can also, like, add tokens to the track that mm-hmm. can do things to the camels. So, and it sounds like, from what Steve says, when Bob played this game, all he did every turn, he says he sat there for a minute thinking about it, and then he picked up the pyramid, pulled out a die... And that was his turn.
1: <laughs> now, but this is one of those games where it's like, there are X amount of ways to do X amount of things to do on your turn. So there's really technically no wrong way to eat a Reese's. A Reese's. <laughs> in this sense. Okay.
0: Thanks for that. <laughs> so
1: there's, you know, there's no wrong way to like, you know, fine. You know, if Bob wants to roll a die every time. He's not technically playing the game Wrong, because that is one of your options to basically do the same thing. It's you know, playing Monopoly. You can you can play Monopoly and just never buy anything. You're not going to do well, <laughs> but you can do it.
0: The, this guy. What, what was our? It's been a while since we talked board games. I think it was the last time uh, Will was on the show we, when we talked yeah. about the the issue of whether or not you should try to stop a player from winning. And right. I think we're gonna maybe come up against some adjacent territory here. In terms of board game philosophies, where I I think uh, y- you are more forgiving, perhaps is the word of uh, you've got a, you've got an easy going. Hey, we're all like you're not wrong, what you just said is absolutely not wrong. Right? This is the you're absolutely there's no requirement for you to do any other move. You're you're playing within the rules of the game. That's a hundred percent correct.
1: But is it making the game? enjoyable? Yes like I'm or try- no? Like no. I'm trying to
0: think of a, another a more a broader example like uh like if you if you could if you played chess and only all you ever did was move your pawns Right. And, and no other pieces or something. It's like, because you maybe you didn't know how the other ones worked, so you just go, well, pawn moves forward one. <laughs> right. That's probably well, for the other player. That might not be that fun.
1: <laughs> and that's the other section of this, too. What you just said is you may not know. And I do think as the host of the game you know whoever Mm -hmm. owns the game puts it to the table in my opinion IMO is the the host of the game so I think they take full responsibility of making sure everyone knows said game in some fashion or another Mm -hmm. so you know maybe Bob no Bob doesn't know how (laughs) to play the game right so like at what point you know oh Steve's annoyed at this but at what point is Steve failing as the game host? Mm-hmm. by not being like, hey, Bob, why don't you do do this? Without yeah. also trying to play Bob's character.
0: Right, right. Because you
1: don't want to do that either. You don't want one person playing for every other person.
0: Well, here's perhaps another uh, wrinkle is that Bob was there with a, a partner of some kind. Mm-hmm. I, I won't assume their gender.
1: I'll assume business, it's their business partner.
0: Okay, and I will assume their race, but I'm not going to say out loud what I think it is.
1: Right. I assume okay. a lot of things. I just don't say them out loud.
0: And supposedly the partner sort of was like, oh, I've played this before. Or, or, or actually, yeah, this scheme's not that complicated. You should try it when Bob was kind of reluctant. Mm-hmm. So maybe a little bit is on them too. It does sound like either Steve was the only one who cared about this or no one else noticed or like nobody else, right. nobody was saying... Hey, just so you know, like, again, to try to get people into the camel-up mindset, like, basically what you're doing if you just drop a die every turn is you're only seeing, like, th- there's no agency involved in that action. It's a random die, right. uh, and it's kind of like, if ev- eventually somebody has to do it. That's how the game progresses. Uh, but... If you're not doing anything else, you're basically sitting back and making zero decisions the entire game.
1: (laughs) The one good thing about that game is, you know, the other option for Bob is just to sit and watch, which (laughs) him doing this is sitting and watching advanced. You know, he's just kind of so he's so I get it. If you don't want to play the game, but you also don't want to be the wallflower, you know, you're just rolling the die. You're talking to the people, you're in the game, but you're not really in the game. It's like being the audience member in Jackbox.
0: You're kinda or of, you're, you're like the moderator almost. You're are the right. <laughs> I and I will say another thing, a, a little bit in Bob's defense, maybe. They said they're playing with eight people. Mm-hmm. And it's I think it's one thing if you were playing this game with maybe four or five. I think you can play with four four or five people, maybe even to six players, but eight people is kind of a lot of people for any game. And in a game like this, where, like I said, it's pretty chaotic. It moves quick. Lots of things are happening. It's hard for me to imagine one player doing this, having that much of an impact on the game.
1: Right. And especially something where it's not like this role is not affecting anyone else. Like it's not, you know, screwing up the next person's turn. It's not going to affect the the end score. It's not going to affect really anything. It's just really affecting how mm-hmm. they are enjoying it or not enjoying it.
0: Yeah, I mean, what it what it affects, if we really are going to break this down, <laughs> is break I break it down ideally in a board game. What you want, and this is where maybe we're covering some some old ground again. Mm-hmm. But I think you you want everybody at the table to. Be it trying to win to make it an interesting game, right? There is a um, god, is it uh Rainer Knitzia? I think of a, a big board game designer who has like some, all? yeah, he's like eight foot three. Wow,
1: so really big. Okay, yes, he's, in,
0: he's in the Guinness Book of World Records. Good it's a for whole them, thing. yeah. Well, the blood circulation is a problem, they have oh. a lot of
1: illnesses.
0: Yeah, he's German. This he has some <laughs> quote about. How what's important? What's important about a, it's? It's important in a board game to try to win. Mm. It's not important to actually win. I'm paraphrasing and misquoting badly. Right, but it's like what? Well, because what, it's hard to
1: hear him. He's very tall. He's, he's very tall. Up. It's.
0: I. I can only tell you what I can gather. But the all idea right. is, yeah. It's. It makes a better experience if. If. If everybody yeah. doesn't care. If everybody at the table was not betting on camels, then the game wouldn't function, (laughs) right? Right? So uh, it is one of those things. uh, Like in spirit, I disagree with what Bob is doing, but I'm having, but I just am not totally sure if 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 one out of eight people do this, because again, on average, you're probably going to be doing a lot of the dice rolling anyway with a group that big.
1: I but don't you're know. only doing that. But also, like, a lot of these know. games, like, they say it's between, let's say, four and eight. I don't know. It's been a yeah, while. Yeah, yeah. But a lot of times, like, when there's actually eight people playing, it's kind of broken to begin with. Because, like, you know, a lot of these games, is like, oh, yeah, it's meant for 12 people. But it's not. We just had to put that on there to get the sales. Like, sometimes the games aren't that great. I've looked, I'm have looked.
0: i looking it up on uh, on Board Game Geek. They have a, a rating. So Camelot goes from two to eight players. You can technically play two? with two. Yes. I don't know. It doesn't sound that good to me. Um,
1: that now, just reminds me of the time you and I played. Uh, was it catan? <laughs> it was just you and I back and forth. This and was then halfway, yeah, years ago. We were in college, right?
0: I don't, th- I don't know, but this was very, very early in our like when we first started having board game nights. Yeah, we were we were still playing catan, so that's how you know right. it was early. Yes, uh, and we we later learned we learned that night we learned
1: like halfway through the game we're like this doesn't seem right. You're not supposed to play
0: Catan with two players. Yeah, it's not even, but like, it's not recommended. It doesn't make fast sense. Fast
1: forward, like, ten years, there's a two-player Catan. So right.
0: There's a specific one. But if you think about it, and we were just so stupid at the time, Catan right. Kata- was- is a trading game. Uh-huh. If there's only two people, why would you ever trade well, with I your think opponent? that's what <laughs> ended up
1: happening, was, like, uh, you're like, you want to trade? I'm like, why the fuck would I trade with you? <laughs> And then you're that's like, right. And then you just looked and you're like, huh,
0: whelp. So stupid. That but there's a... nothing in the, like, theoretic, like, some games aren't wouldn't even be possible. Like, you couldn't even set it up. Like, for the two game gameplay. Yeah. Like, it's still, the most it part. functions. It's just not balanced. It's stupid. But isn't the most
1: important part. We had fun. And that's, but that's we what didn't. I'm getting to.
0: <laughs> well, I wanted like, to say on this point oh. Board Game Geek. Dot com allows you to... Uh, the community votes and recommends the actual number of players they think it is right. good with. According to them, they say it, it is best with four to five players. However, they say, like, minimum maximum, three to seven. That, like, as if you have at least three and probably cap it at seven, that's still a good time. That's what I feel the like community even says. even three. Three is... I agree. I think even four to me, I, like, I almost kind of want... Four like, could work camel- but f- Five is the fun spot. To I was
1: thinking Camel Up is like a six player game. Like that's a good yeah. Yeah. number. But yeah. So I mean really Bob is just he's just there. Right. He's just an extra guy tacked on. <laughs> right. But he if he is enjoying himself it seems like it seems like Bob didn't want to play this game to begin with. Right. Bob maybe isn't a gamer that we're getting at, or you know, in yeah. the case file says you know they were playing lighter, like a Cards Against Humanity style game um, that that they were more fine with, more of a social gathering thing than a game. Where this might have been maybe his first larger scale game. Um, this but sounds like he was the... still doing it.
0: Yeah, this sounds like the action of a of a guy who. And I understand this for people who are new to board games. If you're a little intimidated and you're not sure what to do, you go for, you know, you watch everyone else around the table and you're like, I don't really know what to bet on. I don't really know how that works. But what I do understand is pick up Pyramid Open Door. Right. And, <laughs> and you also like, you're,
1: it's also intimidating, too, because you're playing with eight people who potentially have played this before. So you don't want to look like a jackass who's like, oh, you've never played this baby game. You know, like. <laughs> right. Yeah. That can be scary. It can be scary. You don't want to look stupid. I also get that kind of snobby gamer vibe from Steve. Because at <laughs> any moment, it, yeah. at any moment, Steve could have been like, here, you can be playing like this. You know, you could mm. be doing this. Oh, why don't you try this? Mm. Or even the partner as well. But I mean, like, you know. But. In general, this, the person who owns the game or is putting the game on the table, like I said before. But, you know, somebody could have been like, why don't you try this?
0: Do you get the snobby you know, gamer vibe from me? Just asking. Not usually. <laughs> All right. Continue.
1: <laughs> yeah. Only when we play Up.
0: Yeah. This story actually came a, from a real life scenario.
1: <laughs> I actually, I get a lot of snobby things from you from other things. Gamer vibe now. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool, cool, cool cool pro, cool, cool, pro gamer. Yeah. You're a pro gamer. So, you know, so Steve, like, you know, rather than complain about it, (laughs) why not try to help the situation? Which to be fair, he didn't do, he didn't make a scene.
0: He didn't, he didn't complain at the time. He didn't say, you're ruining the game. He, like, as far as the actual social event is concerned, you know, he didn't speak up or... So like, you know, in, in, in fairness to him, uh, he didn't say anything. He didn't do anything wrong. I like, he didn't do anything at that occasion. But at let's rewind
1: to what, something you just said. Okay. Ruining <laughs> the game. Do you think Bob was technically ruining this game?
0: As I've said, I think, I think it's hard to imagine that he by himself could have if everyone else is playing optimally and the way they're supposed to right. play, quote unquote, I find it difficult to imagine that it's making a big impact on the game at large.
1: And I would say that's true for most non for most competitive games, like, you know, games where it's like, you know, oh, fine. They're just going to lose. Not uh, not a co-op style game or anything like that where you need said person. Um there are but games like, it could
0: happen. Like again, if we're talking about a, 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 like a hidden trader game, for instance, and and uh, one person just like like tells you who they are or something, right? <laughs> then it's like okay, you're not playing in the spirit of the game. That could actually right. ruin the game, right? This is not a in this case. There's nothing that there's nothing you can really do like that. I don't think to re, like literally ruin the game. Right.
1: Now what do they call what what is this entr- this level of game?
0: Uh, I thought I was waiting for a joke. What do you call a camel who's what late you, to the party?
1: What do you call?
0: Cuz uh, like there's cuz yeah.
1: the the big titles are are triple A
0: No. No, no that's, your, that's that's sports. That's no, that's video game. It's a different it's tow trucks. It's you're going different. <laughs> um uh they don't really have names for. It. I'll say this so um you know, Steve is correct. Camel Up is recommended for ages eight and up. Uh, the, the Board Game Geek complexity rating is about 1.5, That's which goes, that's a scale that goes from zero to five. So, okay, uh, and and uh, Board Game Geek, you can assume those are heavy board gamers. So maybe you could round that up to a two out of five, okay. let's say. But, but it certainly is meant to be on the simpler side. It's a game that's, uh, the playtime is 20 to 30 minutes.
1: Right. That's cute, by the way.
0: Thank you. What's cute?
1: That that the time limits on these websites are cute.
0: <laughs> yeah, right. For us, it's forty-five to four hours.
1: Right. Um, <laughs> very big gap. So so let's
0: now let's take that and fast forward a little bit to this this second invite thing too. What do you think about what do you think about? So this is where this is where this comes into play. Huh? When when Bob says, "Oh yeah yeah yeah," that camel up game that was a complicated one. And this is when Steve decides I gotta rib this guy a little bit. <laughs> oh yeah, the one for ages eight and up. Which let's be let's 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 be real. This is as far as insults and and arguments go. <laughs> this is like this is not the most cutting of. <laughs> this is no,
1: but it's also like <laughs> we're on a
0: low stakes scenario here. I think before right. we get it, before, I don't. I just don't want to start calling this like. <laughs> cuz i know we could start calling this a dick move but let's let's right. step back and examine that this is like a pretty
1: harmless insult. it is but to say yeah. like for this guy this was maybe his first game right sure steve didn't say shit at the table <laughs> it is an asshole text but you want
0: <laughs> yeah cuz i knew i knew you were going to i knew you gonna, and i don't look it's not it's not like a great text I don't no, know if this is Discord I'm Discord but I don't know it doesn't matter Oh I'm,
1: I'm just saying text as in general Yeah 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 but it also seems like he might not know Bob well enough
0: Oh yeah I don't certain oh I see what you're saying Like yeah. if
1: it was like us we have right. said much worse things to each other Right just before we even had our first cup of coffee Like you know this is our this is our go to but like if this was just somebody that just showed up with a partner Like okay let's take this for example um, I, I was one of the, we were all one of the original people of our game night, but I brought in the OGs. Danny, I brought in Danny a few years later, who was my partner.
0: It was a rough period.
1: <laughs> he's still, he's not allowed to sit at the real table.
0: He's not. <laughs> nope. there's has a kid's table for him. So,
1: so like, he's pretty it it's the elderly, it's <laughs> the elderly it? table. I he he's 75. He's 75. Oh, he's so 75. 75.
0: Yeah. I forgot the 70. <laughs>
1: he's,
0: uh, I wondered how well,
1: you were allowed to do that, honestly. Oh, was, <laughs> well, why do you think we're never allowed in country? I thought so, it was like a
0: progeria thing where he just looked
1: old. So, but so you wouldn't like, you know, a f- person coming into a group, assuming all these other people game with each other often, you wouldn't just like randomly say, yeah, it wasn't that bad of a thing. Oh, you mean that one for eight? And, like, that's not that bad of a thing. In the right
0: group, you're look. You're right. When you're right, you're right.
1: <laughs> you know, like you wouldn't. You know, it's like when somebody's like at a, a dinner party and they drop something. Oh, butterfingers! Like don't don't be that guy.
0: <laughs> they dropped butterfingers. What are they doing? No, Eating like, candy you, at like, the dinner party. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, that's that's funny, right? <laughs> that's fine. I like that. Okay, I'll say I'll save that for my other show.
0: You're right. right. My
1: butterfinger show.
0: <laughs> Um, yeah, there is an issue in the board game community with, as 7. there 100. is in almost any hobby, with gatekeeping. Right, that's right. a big. That's a big, controversial subject. The right. the idea of not welcoming new gamers into the fold by potentially scaring them off with games that maybe you think are too complicated. You know, a great example of this is the game Wingspan.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Big. This is one of the most popular board games in the world now, and this is a game that. People in the board game community, like myself, think of this game as being, oh, that's like a family medium weight intro, great intro game. And then there's this great famous uh, video. I think it was a TikTok of, of, you know, the actor Mandy Patinkin? Yes. (laughs) It was like his daughter or someone in his family made a video of um, him and his wife, they were trying to learn how to play Wingspan. And you see, you can see what people who don't know board games, how incredibly complicated we can take for granted how complex these things actually are.
1: Because think about it we've been playing all this shit progressively. Like we started with the easier games, then we went to the next thing, then the next thing. Right. So it's like we take for granted. Or past knowledge, but go ahead, sorry.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, that's, I, you didn't interrupt that. That's, that's same thing with video games where it's like, right? you know, you, you play, we sit down and play a Mario game and it's like, yeah, I know exactly.
1: We skipped the rules. I've played
0: Mario games for 20 years. I, right. I, I understand when to jump. You're fucking old. I understand, I, I hold the run button with my thumb and I jump with my other part of my thumb. Wait,
1: <laughs> I, you don't? I use my tongue.
0: That's the standard. <laughs> but someone who comes into it new, they're they're like uh, the big thing for new players. I I always see with uh, for 3D games is moving the camera. Is like we take it for granted. Your right hand moves the stick, right stick, and you kind of move oh. around. People who are new to games that can throw them completely because right. they're not their their uh, eye hand coordination is not built up for that. <laughs> right. So yes, it's certainly I will I will certainly grant you that uh Steve was not being very charitable in the in this instance. Right. From his perspective, he's I think you know, he feels like then that's the funny part of this to me is that, from his perspective, Bob has kind of was like ruined the game, and Steve's been like feels like he's been holding this inside all this time, bubbling right. over with with uh, uh, irritation, and finally he lashes out by going, "You mean the game for eight year olds <laughs> It's like the lamest?"
1: Right. Which is also like at the same time like, "Hey, Steve, you're also playing the same game for eight year olds, bud." And <laughs> yeah, also well, saying know. saying camel up is for eight year olds is is. Like I feel like an eight-year-old would could play it, but it would be a little, a little hard for an eight-year-old. Right Nowadays,
0: eight-year-olds are stupider now. Hmm.
1: They <laughs> use the word stupider.
0: Yeah, that is a word. Stupider is a word.
1: It, it sounds stupid.
0: <laughs> Did we? I was this off of air? We had this conversation or on air? It might have like, not been me. <laughs> stupid. I'm just saying, stupider is a word. Okay. All right.
1: Go read your dictionary. <laughs>
0: it's not, okay. it's not like funner is not a word.
1: Oh, well, I'll have to fight you on that one. That Girls
0: do go to Jupiter to get more stupider. Well, I, I need to bring gender. I, I switched. Usually it's the Why boys, th- but I'm reclaiming well, it. You know what? Girls, it's your turn to get stupider. We've had enough time on Jupiter. <laughs>
1: that's true. We need to go to the other planet.
0: Now you're making me second guess if stupider is a word. I swear
1: to Christ, that's what it's a I'm word. here for. So. Being, like, so bringing this back into, you know, like, yeah, in, like I said, in our group, we would we throw these kind of things around. So, yes, in theory, it's not a bad thing to be like, oh, you mean that game for eight-year-olds? Like, you know, it's a simple, like, but, like, this guy is new to the situation, potentially. This is his first real game. And so that is, like, in theory, it's the lightest form of it, but that is literally gatekeeping. And like, there's literally a... Yeah, probably not wanting him like that comment and that gaming situation i bet you any money bob has not been back to a game night or played a game right and that really does suck because where he could have enjoyed you know oh the second playing he'll do something more third playing he'll he'll get his feet wet more like you know like it's 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 a grown art like you know like we were kind of thrown into it because we you know We worked in board gaming more or less for a while. So it's like, you know, we got into the nitty gritty of everything. And then when somebody came over who didn't understand it, it was kind of like, oh, all right, let's start slow, you know? (laughs) Because even you're right, there's some games where it's like, oh, do we need to play level one or can we just skip over that, the rule level and go to level two or three, you know?
0: Right, right, right. Yeah, right. Um, And and I think also something important to point out is that this was all done in over text. And that can also oh, right. be very. It's it's much harder to read someone's tone. You know that could be read as playful, or it could be read as much more harsh. Exactly. It's a yes. It's a, it's a it's a tough line to walk.
1: Now, do we have ages for these two gentlemen?
0: Uh, according, I do not know Steve's age, but according to the okay. case file, Bob is somewhere in, around fifty years old. So this is an older fella.
1: So this could also be another thing too. Like you know, is Steve? This is a Mandy Patinkin type. It's. <laughs> is... <laughs> Well, yeah. Like, is Steve thirty? Like, you know, like, is this like? I'm guessing some... he's got
0: to be at least in his thirties. Like, I don't think this is a like a generational. I guess that is a, right. Maybe a generation. It is a generational gap. thing. Yeah, yeah. but uh, I don't know. He could be 45. I don't know. Right. We don't have the, Steve the relative age. ages. Yeah, at least that I can recall. I'm ready. I'm ready to verdictify. All
1: right, lead, lead the way. So I initially Verdicti- that's not a real word. That's not a word it is. Yeah, stupider.
0: <laughs> uh, Verdict dies is more stupider Verdictize than Verdictify. It. I do a little bit take issue with Bob's <laughs> actions or or inaction, uh, as the case may be. In the, in this case, I do think you know it, it's now. Look, it's his first time playing the game he's, he's maybe he's new to the board game scene cut him a little slack uh I, I, I but I think that I am someone who is in favor of everybody giving it their all and you know it's also in it maybe incumbent upon other players to teach but it's also incumbent upon the new player to try to learn and you ask questions and I understand that can be scary but uh, if you can, you should overcome it and you should say, you know just ask for a reminder what what does this do again or just or can I see the rule book and just check a couple things to go over it for myself in my head because again camel up is a pretty slim rule book right. it's not that big of, of an ask. and I have just been in situations before where players uh I've been on the other end of this where I felt like oh this person is not maybe I can feel like they're either not taking it seriously or they don't care or they're just not paying attention and that can be uh irritating. So that's where I maybe I'm a little bit uh, caught in the middle on this. H- however, like I said, with the game of Camel Up specifically, specifically in this case, we got to look at the facts and not extrapolate to other anecdotal evidence. This doesn't; It's hearsay. It's, it's strict from the record. It's hearsay. <laughs> I don't... I really am struggling to tr- envision a scenario where him doing this can would really affect the game so negatively that it would have, that would affect affected the, when you have eight players at the table. I just can't imagine it being that big of a deal. Other than the only person I think really it would be affecting negatively is Bob himself is that he's probably not having a good time. Cause that sounds really boring, <laughs> but I can't fathom seeing it the other way around And I will also, again, I'm giving Steve more credit than I think maybe you are in that if you really break it down and step back macro view of this, he didn't blow up. He didn't have a tantrum. He made a shitty comment online. Other, I think there are other snobby gamers who could have handled this situation way worse and could have been way shittier about it. Right. So I'm not that mad at Steve, but I do think ultimately he, his mindset and his being annoyed, it sounds like, is almost entirely in his own head, and I don't think anyone else at the table—it sounds like—had any issues with with any of this. So I am going to declare Steve guilty, but for me, it's a it's a soft guilty. But you have I do to say, think I he's
1: do guilty. declare
0: I do declare he's a soft guilty, Your Honor.
1: So you know I don't know. Well, if I'm, Steve- that's me.
0: Well, no, I'm saying it to you. We're both, Your Honor.
1: I don't know if Steve is soft or Why hard. Why don't we call um, each other your honor
0: uh, more? Sorry, I'm stepping but, on your erection joke. <laughs> start, start, that's fine. And I, you Listen, know, it's if bad. If you're, you're stepping st- on my <laughs> erection.
1: <laughs> okay.
0: <laughs> it all worked out in uh, the end,
1: folks. I have a long penis. So, Long <laughs> <Steve>. and thin. <laughs> it's like a pencil. So, Steve. Um,
0: like, a, like a spaghetti noodle.
1: It's a <laughs>
0: <laughs> but before you cook it.
1: Right. <laughs> That's what they called me in college. <laughs> Yikes. So uh see you next so week.
0: So your verdict.
1: <laughs> so my verdict. Um you know, Steve like I was saying, you know, sure what he said technically wasn't bad. He could have been the typical alpha gamer dick and be like, hey, what do you like make fun of him at the table? You know, that that comes up in so many of these stories where you hear this, especially when people are coming to our courthouse and giving us a one-sided story. This happens a lot. Usually it's it's somebody who thinks that, oh, yeah. I'm so wrong, they can't, you know, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But in that same breath, Steve should have been like, hey, do you want to do something else? You know, you can word something without sounding shitty you can word something without you know be like hey you know you can do other things or maybe be like give him the i don't know if it has reference cards or not in this game i get all my games send him the youtube
0: video how to play
1: (laughs) right or like you know check in with everyone because i'm sure you know Mm -hmm. not ever all eight players were at the same level you know or you know even his partner that was with him be like sup babe you gotta you know why don't you try something else you know try to when you bring someone to a game night, you kind of are their keeper in a way to kind of like push yeah. them along, especially because they pushed him into the game. That might be
0: the real guilty party here. It's true. <laughs> the secret But, villain. you know,
1: Steve is the teacher. Steve is in control of this classroom. And, you know, you have to make sure that everyone fully understands what they're doing. And maybe Bob fully understood what he was doing and just maybe wasn't in the mood to play the game, or he just liked watching the camel go around with the thing. Maybe that's his his jam. Maybe he's just bad at it. (laughs) Right. He could just be a really shitty gamer. We didn't really look into that case either. Um, So, yeah, I don't think Bob is guilty of anything, because he potentially was having a bad night. Maybe he just doesn't like Steve in general. He's like, fine, I'll play your stupid game. And we'll just, you know. Because I do get a little, uh, Steve is a little have an alpha gamer touch to him you know everyone else was playing a game upstairs he was like hey why don't we come downstairs and play a real game he didn't say that but <laughs> that's I can... not
0: the, i didn't get that vibe from it I, I think there's just i think there's just so many people at the at the gathering that they have two different rooms where they play games in but
1: all right um but still you know like he could have been much worse he but he also could have been much better so i do think he is guilty it's a soft guilty but he 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 has to it's learn soft how to too. be so yeah it trails behind me. It's soft for me too because like you know there is a third guilty party <laughs> in the picture. You know or there's also there's seven other people at this table. Right. You know so for me it is Steve is guilty. But I think
0: yours both of ours are soft. I think yours is a little harder than mine.
1: Mine's a little harder. It's been fluffed. <laughs>
0: um all right. We need it's to al dente. So we've officially decided, like it or not, Steve, you—you you could have got away with it, is the thing. But you brought it to our to our bailiff, and we had to see it. and Now you're guilty.
1: And I think uh, to add on to mine, I th- I do think him the comment didn't need to be said. That especially to a yeah. new like fine for your for your general gaming group, sure. But right. for somebody who's like they're still trying to, you know. One little comment like that might have been right. You know, nothing yeah. to most people, but this he might not ever play a game again. That's fair. Just to I take get it, it to a full, you know,
0: you cut, nip it in the bud. Don't let right. don't let it don't let the small stuff fly if it's gonna it grow into something bigger. I would be more sympathetic if the comment didn't happen. That's almost a separate thing, but right. Um, I, I just wish that uh, you know he, he according to Steve, he says that his he threw the game off, changed the dynamic. Uh, changed the timing of things, and he thought the game didn't go over well. But for me, that's not specific enough. I just don't, uh, I just can't quite see the, what he's seeing. And maybe and like, that's not fair. I wasn't there. Maybe if I were at the table, game. maybe it would have sucked. I don't know. Like,
1: I don't think <laughs> just doing that would have thrown the game off because, like, that I is literally so. a legal play. Right. Like, in theory, that is one of the moves that you could potentially do over and over again. That's why it's there.
0: Yeah. Well, wait, I don't want to beat this dead camel too much. We've talked about it already. <laughs> but we do need to punish Steve in some way. He needs to learn so his lesson. Camel. Right. I don't want to punish him too harshly, so I think I'm not. I'm going to hold off on death penalty because I think oh. he doesn't quite deserve that.
1: So you don't want uh, trampling by a thousand camels? <laughs> no, I don't think
0: so. But maybe he has to uh, be put inside of a giant life-sized pyramid with a bunch of large metal cubes and and be sh- sh- shaken up a, a ton so he's like crushed against the side of it with these giant cubes and then spit out onto the oh, floor.
1: Um, I don't mean to that's death. Most that's of death. most of
0: my punishments are jigsaw traps. <laughs> that's sort of my MO. But what's your suggestion? I mean, I'm open to your suggestion. Uh, uh, therapy. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's every. Oh, they all you get meant therapy. For, okay. We were so, about me? you know, yeah. Um, so, for.
0: <laughs> maybe. BetterHelp or they. I don't, they this a, I don't know. This is a guy who. This is a character who, like, he thinks that's really. When people say he should get therapy, that's. He gets shy. Like, that's a compliment. Really? Oh. I guess I. Yeah, maybe I could get therapy. I don't know. You could.
1: You think I need it? You really mm-hmm. think
0: I need it, huh? Wow. Okay. So. <laughs> Maybe I will.
1: So I think this would be a good punishment for Steve and probably something Steve would enjoy. Yeah. But Steve has to go volunteer at a convention teaching games.
0: Oh, I like this. And there he learns how to be a better teacher and how to be more patient with new gamers.
1: Maybe, yeah, maybe it has to be in like the the introduction room, like the new gamers room. I'm mm. sure. I think they have those. I don't know. That's
0: Yes. Or we wipe his brain. Mm-hmm. so that he can't remember how to play any games, and now he has to relearn and mm-hmm. feel bad and right. stupid. And we get to hire a bunch of actors that point at him and laugh every time he makes a play. <laughs> I think one of these three, or maybe all of them.
1: <laughs> but mainly therapy <laughs> for you. And, and the great way that you can pay for therapy for Jonathan is <laughs> by going to our Patreon. <laughs>
0: You're jumping out of order. There's an I order. Am. Th- you're out of order. I say, <laughs> literally, I am. Because first, we got to tell the people that they can email us, geeksontrialatgmail.com. If you have a thought, are you more of a Steve or you're more of a Bob in this case? Do you feel this is a guilty or non-guilty verdict? Where do you land? And you can submit your own geeky case. Do you have a dispute from a game night? I. Th- Think they come up fairly often in the board game world, or it could be some other geeky subculture. Email us what it is. We'll put it on the show. We'll we'll use fake names. Don't worry. We're not going to out you or anything like that. Right. We'd love to hear from you.
1: And like I said, if you want to help support the show, head on over to patreon.com slash geeks on trial. That's where you can get early access to both our audio and video episodes and geeks on trial sidebar, which is our brand new show that comes out twice a month, bi-monthly, every other week. And you can get that there exclusively at Patreon.com slash Geeks on Trial. It's only five bucks a month and all that money. Most of that money comes to us.
0: Most of it goes to my therapy bills. Right. (laughs) Good stuff. Good stuff, everybody. Man. Where
1: can people find you when you're not in therapy?
0: Oh, wow. When I'm not in therapy, I have my own form of therapy. It's called Mm. the creative arts. (laughs) That's what I call it. It's true what i call it uh i i I, an emmy about that uh, sure what does that stand for i always wondered creative arts no me they're always talking about getting an me and i'm like a a
1: man listen (laughs) listen the best thing is the the word mc you can sort of spell for it out. MC. MC is MC. That's, 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 that's talking about the English language. That's, I'm,
0: we don't need to right now. If you want to follow me on the internet, you can. I'm on that blue sky. Wow. I post there like once every two weeks at Jonathan Estes. That's my name. It's also named my website, Jonathan You can find my other podcast, YouTube videos, and more fun stuff there. How about you, buddy?
1: you can find me all over the internet all of my 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 socials are right next to my beautiful face right here and you can head over to the snack oh. guy that's youtube.com slash the snack guy there's no at there i got in i got in early so it's youtube.com slash the snack guy where Quit i go review bragging snacks. <laughs> oh i love the bragging that's what i do on the snack guy it's weird the way you
0: said it, it sounded weird yeah it is Yeah, everybody check it all out, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. Thanks for watching or listening. If you're on a YouTube or a podcast, either way, we're your friend and your family and we're happy you joined us. I'm Jonathan Estes.
1: I'm Ivan Hahn, and this has been Geeks on Trial. Make sure to hit that thumbs up button
0: (laughs) if you're on YouTube.